Hey everybody, welcome back to season two of Sandler's List. I am Hunter Baldwin and with me is Ibrahim Flynn. How are you, Ibrahim? Hey, what's up? It's been a little while. How's it cracking? It, it has. I, You know, I've been uh, feeling good since I haven't been talking to you. Yeah, well, I've been feeling okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> Um, so yeah, in case anyone was wondering why we've been gone, I don't think anyone was, but just in case they were, we, we had all the episodes recorded, um, and we put them all up on the old Apple podcasts, but Tim Apple, Hunter's friend, he did, he just took them all off. I don't know why he didn't tell us, but I, I did get an email about it. Uh, they were, they were removing hate speech. From oh. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot about all those rants that you had. <laughs> that I had? <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't consider anti-vax to be hate speech. Some of the things you said, on the other hand, I don't know. Were, what, what did I say, then? I mean, the ones that they left up I'm are, are questionable, <laughs> the school shootings and, jeez. I don't know we're just right back into about. it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we didn't miss a beat. You know, I haven't talked to you in what six months, and uh, we're right back to it. Yep. <clears throat> um. Oh, we can talk about. So we, um, you were in Denver for a little while, and we we're gonna record an episode about uh, Adam Sandler's stand-up. I don't even remember what it was called. But that was so long ago, I blocked it out yeah, of my memory. That was the was worst over thing the summer, I've ever seen. Or like September, I think. Yeah, and we watched it, and we we're going to do an episode. We watched the whole thing, and it was so bad, we just had nothing. We couldn't even... There was nothing to it. talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, no. He sings some songs. Um, yeah, it was, it was really bad. That was... That was one of the more upsetting nights of my entire life. Yeah, and then we never like, a, saw I had each to spend it again. with you. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a reason for that. <laughs> it was it was so bad. It just shut the shut the podcast down. <laughs> we stopped talking. <laughs> but uh, but I want everyone to remember that Adam Sandler's films are not the reason why we stopped talking. It was each other. Yeah. Well, no. You know, I I still I was still enjoying Sandler flicks. <laughs> Uh, I just wasn't enjoying talking to you. Yeah, but it's good. You know, sometimes you go away for a little bit, you come back and stronger than ever. Strong. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I watched a movie this week. I don't know I about you. Too. I watched a couple movies, <laughs> but I, I only watched <laughs> the one, but <laughs> I watched, um, death of Stalin and that's a fucking, that's an actually funny movie. If you I come to us and you think, you know, Adam Sandler might be funny, he's not. But if you want to watch an actual funny movie, watch that one. But there's um, some Sandlerverse members in that movie, right? Uh, Steve Buscemi's in it, yes. Um, maybe some more. I don't remember right now. But it's He's the only one I know off the top of my yeah, head. He's got connections all over, so it's definitely possible. <laughs> Um, who does he play? Um, who does Steve Buscemi play? Yeah. Um, he's like one of um, Stalin's like aides who is trying to gain power after he died. I mean, it's it's if you like Veep, you'll love the movie. 
it's basically just like politicians being like assholes and scumbags, but also stupid and really funny. I've been reading the Mueller report, and uh, it seems very similar. Hey, oh, there we go. <laughs> Let's get into some political humor on this show. All right. I think Let's that's what we've it. been missing. Yeah. Uh, this is now a resistance podcast. <laughs> oh, man. I really have been reading the Mueller report, though. It's, uh, I'm 20 pages in, and I only have like 10 pages left because the rest of it's been redacted. Oh, yeah. A lot of black yeah, bars so I've heard. Yeah, looks good. It's easy to read. Good read. I recommend it. No, but uh, I, I watched a movie that was not The Death of Stalin. It was uh, You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Mm, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So I'm just going <laughs> to explain to you a little bit about what this movie is about. No, I hope you watched it. Yeah. The, the other movie I watched was An Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> Wait, really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I watched Zohan. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. yeah mm. Tell me a little bit about this movie. So, um, Adam Sandler is, um, he's an Israeli military guy. Um, like the, <laughs> he's like a super secret special agent. Um, he has like crazy physical ability <laughs> like he's um, a superhero in this movie yeah, basically yeah he can he can catch stuff in his ass he does a bunch <laughs> in the beginning of the movie they do that bit it's like never... three times in a row in the first like two minutes of the movie but it never comes back again no <laughs> they just spend it all right there they also say he the... catches a fish in a hacky sack they Those say are the, the two movie that I title within the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> so just kind I of thought, blowing their load right away. So that first two minutes, he's on the beach, like, hanging out, playing hacky sack. Uh, all the girls are checking him out. I thought he was in Miami. Oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. convinced. I was like, oh, sweet. He's in Miami having a good time. But he was in Israel. <laughs> yep. I don't... And so we're going to... I'm going to get this out of the way right right away. I don't really know much about Israel or the culture or anything about that. Um, Which it really takes geography. away from the movie. It's weird to think yeah. that you need to know about Israel to get this movie. Yeah, there, you do. It's, it's strange. There's like a lot of like references that I'm, I mean, they maybe they were just supposed to be funny and they're not actually real, but it seems <laughs> like it's making a lot of nods to like Israeli culture, but like pretty deep to where like only would you understand if you're like from Israel? Or I'm assuming just, one like, of the things you're talking about real. is the drink that he drinks. The drink, yeah. Um, Which I don't really remember what it's called. I think I tried <laughs> to write it down, but they, but I didn't get it. But it's he like drinks it throughout the whole thing. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, it's like sparkly buble or some weird thing <laughs> like that. Um, Which, I mean, it's got to be an Israeli drink, right? Or it was just a really stupid joke. It's, yeah, there's things like that. There's like a candy bar it shows at one point. And I don't know if Which he just dips in like, hummus. Yeah. There's a lot of hummus Which I get jokes. that. I get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like things that are like, yo, Israel, we see you. What's up, Israelis? Or they're just like jokes like, look how stupid like Middle Easterns are in general. general? So I that's one tell. of the things that I got is I felt like it was very insensitive. But at the same time, Adam Sandler's Jewish. 
And then I felt yeah. like I don't think I'm qualified to talk about this movie. It's going to be offensive when I say like, "Is that a Jew thing?" Like that's uh, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. I should say that. Yeah, it made me kind of like oh, I'm. I don't know. I felt a little weird about it as well, especially because like I am like pretty not pro-Israel, and like I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know anything about them. Aside from my wait, know so if you how, don't know anything about them, why are you anti-Israel? Well, I know how they treat. I know how they treat Palestinians, and that's enough for me. But like, I should which know. they do in this movie. They they go into that a little bit when he's fighting Palestinians, and they talk about how he stole their land, yeah. and how he's the actual bad guy. Yeah, this is what's a little weird about this movie. I guess. I mean, it's not really weird, but I was expecting it to be a lot more one-sided. Um, instead, it's like both-sided, but like in a very stupid way that's like, hey, what are we fighting about? What's the big deal? Why can't we just all be friends? That's exactly it. Well, like in the beginning, I'm like, wow, this movie is very, very pro-Israel. Yeah. And then in the end, it's just like, wow, both sides are really stupid. Like, let's just yeah. be friends and, and let's have <laughs> sex with each other. Yeah, and there's that's, no That's the message I received. Yeah, there's no context like at all. Like it doesn't go into any of the history. It has like little inside jokes for Israelis, but like no Which is unfortunate. Or context. Because when I am trying to get my history so I can figure <laughs> out whether I'm pro-Israel or pro-Palestine, like I'm yeah. watching Zohan for that. Yeah. That's why I was watching this movie. Yeah, this so, kind of let me down in that respect. Drop the ball. Like, seriously, yeah. drop the ball. Uh, directed by Dennis Dugan. Uh, fail for him. Written by uh, Robert Smeagol and Judd Apatow. Fail for them. Yeah, that's uh, a little what, rough. They, they, really, they were supposed to be doing a service, and, uh, and I don't think they, uh, <laughs> they figured that out. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's the premise, right? He's uh, Adam Sandler is an Israeli soldier. End yeah. of story. And he wants to cut hair. He, oh, yeah okay um so that's his like big dream he tells his parents that's what he's always wanted and they make fun of him um that which, which is fair. brings me to like a weird thing so um i'm gonna try to find it in my notes uh, so there's like a lot of um weird words in this which i'm not sure if there are actual israeli words because they sound like really close to the english slang versions of them or if they're just trying to be funny like this is how an Israeli would say it. Um, so his dad calls him a, a fagula or a fagula. I don't remember how it's said. It's Yiddish for gay. So that's actually real. Okay. Yes, it's I, look, like I looked it to up the too. English, so I wasn't sure. It's very close. It's, it's, well, no, it's Yiddish for gay. I don't think it's Yiddish for fag. Okay. So, yeah. It, I just, mean, it just sounds like fag. Um, sometimes it's And it sounds saying, like a word. A fag is a word that Adam Sandler likes to use, so it makes yeah. sense why. And and it is like an insult, so maybe it is Yiddish for fag. It's just the website that I looked it up on was a lot more politically correct and just said okay. Yiddish for gay. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure. They also say, instead of saying fuck sometimes, they say fakma. Um, I think that is also like a Hebrew word. Okay. And then also uh, puntakit for pussy <laughs> what's that one mean <laughs> uh yeah they go is that when he talks about talk it 
he yeah. tries to take Nick Swartzen to go get some. <laughs> yeah, and I just wasn't sure because they're so close to like slang words, not even like real English words that I like wasn't. Right, you think he's just talking nonsense like he does in like Billy Madison. Yeah, I thought they were just like, you get what we're saying. It's funny because it's a different language, but it's not. And also real. it sounds Jewish, so that makes it funny. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but I guess, I guess those are real things. <laughs> so we look at that we learned something from this movie we did we learned a bunch of yiddish and, and hebrew and israeli words for mostly slang for pussy and fag <laughs> fantastic yeah. exactly what we need <laughs> to know yeah exactly i um, mean those are the first words i learned in spanish so i guess that's yeah. just the way language works i think it is like that's kind of like one of the easiest and quickest ways that like language spreads is just like <laughs> hey how do you say something fucked up um i actually enjoyed those parts i didn't laugh but i was like intrigued by when they were you know speaking uh with the yiddish dialect and everything i I thought that was fun and eating hummus it made me think of you a whole lot (laughs) yeah that's good i I love the old hummus (laughs) i know i I mean to be fair though so at one point somebody asked what hummus is and i was sitting there thinking who doesn't know what hummus is I yeah I mean I don't know when was this movie made because I could get, 2008 11 I years could understand ago. somebody like in the south or in the middle of the country it's like what the fuck is this hummus shit but also they <laughs> they don't really explain like the other like Israel specific things but yeah they I mean, explain hummus but nothing else <laughs> in the whole movie yeah thank you for that um <laughs> So, yeah, he wants to be a hairdresser. He gets made fun of by his parents. Um, And then so he decides to move to the U.S. I don't remember why exactly, if there's a reason or if he just does it. Well, that's where Paul Mitchell is, and he wants to be a hair stylist for Paul Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then so he he has like a 1985 (laughs) Paul Mitchell hairstyling book. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's like a big part of the plot. That's like his one connection to it, apparently. <laughs> um, so he flies over to the U.S. There's a really insufferable scene where he gets in a cab, and so like obviously Adam Sandler, the whole movie is doing this like horrible. I don't. It's not horrible, but I mean, it's probably one of his better accents. This like Israeli it's accent, probably the least offensive accent from a non-Israeli character in this yeah. whole movie. But it, you could still tell he's like doing an accent and he's in a cab with Chris Rock who's doing a very very bad Jamaican accent <laughs> and just like hearing those two just talk in these fake accents to each other was like fucking really hard to listen to I did not like that <laughs> I kind of expected Chris Rock's Jamaican character to be in more of the movie but that's his only scene it's just that cameo appearance yeah which so grandma's boy isn't in this movie no, but I actually wrote down there is an Israeli grandma's boy in this movie. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. His name is like Duad Hidami. Uh-huh. And apparently he's like an Israeli comedian. And he had some lines. And I actually wrote this down. The first time I laughed in this movie was an hour and four minutes in. <laughs> and it's where he goes. <laughs> and I'm not going to try to do the accent or anything <laughs> because that's just not a good idea for me. But he just yells, the goat fetch soup? This is unbelievable. And I just thought it was the funniest thing, just the way he said it. So if you want to rent this movie for $2.99 or $3.99, just go ahead and fast forward to one hour, four minutes for this 
Israeli comedian to say that one line and then turn it off because that was the <laughs> only part of the whole movie that I found funny. Like I, he just, yeah. I kind of laughed at a part. So he gets to America. He tries to go see Paul Mitchell, and they just kind of <laughs> kick him out. They're like, "You have no experience. You're some random guy. You're not gonna." work for us and then so he goes and he sees um nick swartzen like getting beat up and like bullied for some reason um because it's nick swartzen and if i saw him on the street i would beat him up (laughs) too he's a little fucking nerd in this movie he's like (laughs) in every movie yeah which once again in every movie yeah that's true (laughs) so yeah um and then after adam sandler saves him um Nick Swartzen's like, who are you? Where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Australia. <laughs> and he keeps calling it Australia because of his accent. <laughs> I thought that was a little funny. That is funny. You didn't think the part where Chris Rock talks about his brothers and sisters getting hacked to death was funny? I don't remember that part, honestly. <laughs> so I he sounds like he's from Jamaica, right? how bad it sounded. <laughs> He sounds like he's from Jamaica and he talks about how he comes to America to create a better life and make money to bring his brother and sister here. So Adam Sandler or Zohan asks him if he brought his brother and sister and he goes, no, they got hacked to death and then just moves on. (laughs) But I was like, who was getting hacked to death in Jamaica? Jamaica's no joke, dude. It's serious there, like for real. Well, okay, well, I was going to go on a vacation to Jamaica, but I think this movie changed my mind. I mean, there's parts you can go, but, like, there is, like, a, there's some pretty bad parts to my understanding. <laughs> um, uh, when he when he gets to the to Nick Swartzen and he beats up the guy that's bullying him, and he yeah. beats him up with both of his feet, like, so yeah. he's, like, somehow levitating, and he keeps going, smell it, smell it, smell it. I remember that part from the trailer. Like, that's the only yeah. thing I think I knew from this movie. Yeah, same. And there's a lot of weird foot stuff in his movies. He makes a guy like kiss his foot or like lick it or some so shit. Weird. It's like um from uh what's the other one? The other one with John Turturro where he has the debt Mr. Deeds. Oh yeah. Yeah. So John Turturro's also in this movie. Yeah. He he plays yeah. Phantom, who I thought was the villain, but there's like a lot of villains, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can get to that. But in the beginning, he's like his main nemesis. He's basically the Palestinian counterpart of Zohan. He's like invincible and can do all this. And when Zohan wants to come to America, he allows Phantom to think he killed him. So he fakes his own death so he can come to America. Yeah, that's right. He wants to start like a new life completely separated. And so Phantom blows him up with a grenade and has his shorts to show that he had killed Zohan and everyone cheers. Like everyone was so happy (laughs) Zohan was dead. Like I thought Zohan was supposed to be the hero. I think they were in like a Palestinian era area. Well he shouldn't have been in there in Palestine. Like he should that he should go back to Israel. They should have their own separate territories, (laughs) their own separate countries, and they shouldn't cross over. That was the problem, I think. Yeah, I think so I think I just solved the conflict. Hey, buddy, we could talk all day about the problems they've got over there. <laughs> they need to. They're they need to stop hanging out in Jerusalem, which is a so Palestinian city. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about this. I know they talk about it on CNN, and uh, the president is a big fan of Israel. Don't they talk about the old Mueller report on that CNN too? Yeah, I'm reading that though, so I don't need to listen to what they have to say. I have my own. 
my own okay. thoughts. <laughs> That's good. <cool. laughs> I don't need to be brainwashed by CNN. I've got Fox yeah, News. The lamestream, <laughs> as they call it. Um, so as they do. Adam Sandler goes to live with Nick Swartzen. Um, and his mom. his mom. He fucks <laughs> Nick Swartzen's mom. Nick Swartzen walks in and they just like keep fucking like right in front of him. And they're like, you see a lot of butts him. in this movie. You see Adam Sandler's butt like a lot. Yeah, you do. You do. And you know what? He's in better shape in this movie than he has been in like the past five or six that Definitely. we've watched. But still very far from like a super soldier body. Oh, definitely. And he has like he, like, has, he has, like, has super speed, super strength. Like everything yeah. <laughs> about him is just unbelievable. Right. He's got he like can levitate. Not out of shape body. That's it. And he's supposed to be like this crazy super soldier. Right. He's got like a guy that's been going to the gym, you know, four days a week uh, for the past five months body. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's a bad, like it's not anything crazy, but he's not like no. a, like a lard or anything. Um, so yeah, he, he fucks, he fucks everyone in the movie. So that's most, just, no, no, yeah. only old women, mostly old women. Yeah. Cause in um, the beginning he's like surrounded by like these quote unquote Israeli women. I don't think they were Israeli, but they lived in Israel and they all loved him, but he never had sex with any of them. As a matter of fact, he actively didn't have sex with them. Yeah, that's true. That makes things a and, little weird now that I think of it. <laughs> then he yeah, then he comes to America and has sex with every old Jewish woman he meets. Literally yeah. every one of them. <laughs> Over 60, every single one of them. He does their hair and has sex with them. The the Palestinian woman that runs the hair salon that he ends up working at is essentially running a brothel. Yeah, he comes like uh, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and he also just like he gives these women like the most creepy like he should be arrested like definitely for the type of like haircuts he gives just like grabbing <laughs> and like doing very like gross things and just like he like rests his crotch on the sides of their face yeah just fucking like horrible shit and they <laughs> apparently are super into it and fuck him afterwards even like the other people that work at the salon are like, you can't say that to people. And then yeah, the old like, Jewish oh, women are like, no, I liked it. Yeah. It's fucking, bizarre. It's like a bizarro world. It's really not cool at all. Like that part was like really like bothering me. He also a lot in these movies, like sexualizing old ladies, old people in general. He thinks it's like really funny. Like, old. I mean, it fucking. is really funny, but <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of his favorite things. It's um, funny and gross. Before he starts working at the uh, the hairstylist place that he eventually gets a job at, um, for a little bit he goes around looking for uh, jobs at hair salons. And, like, there was one of the parts I also thought was funny in this. Um, he, for some reason, the first place he goes to is, like, a black hair salon. And the lady asks him, she was like, have you ever cut a sister's hair before? And he's like, yeah, sister, brother, grandma, grandpa. <laughs> and I thought that was a little funny. And then a very so that... insensitive part um, <laughs> after that. She shows him like a, a wig that's like with dreaded hair. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, what is that? And he starts like attacking it. Um, like it's some sort of monster. He's pe yeah. beating it on the ground. I was like, that's pretty rough. And then he goes to a kid's barbershop that's just for kids. 
And then there's like a little kid crying because he's afraid to cut his hair. And then he tells him about the horrors of war, basically, and how he can kill anyone and he'll kill this Yeah, kid. by cutting their jugular vein and they bleed out in four minutes. Yeah. And then so, he just decides to give up. After he took like the two places he's the least qualified for, he <laughs> went to those places and I was like, oh, I guess this isn't for me. Instead of just going to a place where he maybe had the skills to work there. So he's essentially you and I, but in a movie. Like <laughs> yeah. just, just a person who just gives uh, up really easily no on life. Uh, <laughs> guess I can't so, do it. <laughs> which it's amazing that we are 21 episodes into this ridiculous podcast. Because yeah. we are not the most go-getter type. Well, uh, we, never missed an, we never missed a week, so... <laughs> nope we have made it straight through this is week 21 of sandler's list thank you everyone um but that whole sequence where he's going into all those different barber shops and he's playing that fish out of water type yeah. i kept thinking in my head like this would have been funny if it was a sasha baron cohen movie yeah and, it was and like, like he was going into like like maybe like real <laughs> barber shops and he's yeah. like really doing these things i think that would have been way more entertaining yeah. i think sasha baron cohen could have made this movie work definitely but yeah adam can, sandler just couldn't no he can't really make a lot of things work um <laughs> so after he goes to the two barber shops he goes um he knows a friend from israel that he runs into um and he's like hey i can get you a job like at this electronic store he's like no i want to cut hair the guy makes fun of him but adam sandler like gives up should. and he goes to work at the electronic store um and then so his like friend or whatever he's like you can't work here you got to follow your dreams you got to go become a hair homo <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed like, that. Yeah, he I gives him this like part. speech of like you can't just give up on your dreams and like you're gonna you're gonna try to work here and it's only gonna be for a little bit, but you gotta go I follow your dreams part. and become a hair homo. <laughs> I, I remember that whole sequence, but I don't remember hair homo and I'm really yeah. Oh wait. You watched the unrated version, right? Yeah, I did. I wonder if that was cut out of the the non unrated version I watched. Maybe I yeah, and this is something we texted about there. I didn't see anything that couldn't have been in the regular version. Uh, no titties, unfortunately. Which would have been really easy to add in, like in the yeah. beach scenes. Definitely, there's a lot of times um, they really blew it on that. But nothing. So yeah, it is a PG thirteen movie. I was I thought it was rated R. So maybe some of the humor um, and jokes were a little edgier in the one I watched. But yeah, I couldn't. Really Not I, th I think that, that what what did what did you say? Homo dresser. Uh, homo. Let me see. I have it written down. Hair homo. <laughs> Yeah, hair homo, hair homo. <laughs> I feel like that's not something that would like that's a PG thirteen joke. Like it's insensitive, yeah. but it's not rated R. Right. <clears throat> but I like it and I I'm glad that you brought that up because I would have missed that otherwise. Speaking of homos, uh in the the uh hair salon that he ends up working at, there's a, a gay Asian man, and I find that that's a stereotype that is uh played out just the gay asian guy like you never see yeah, cool straight asian guy. Hair. yeah like like we've seen it like let's yeah let's move on from that um, i want cool cool asian guys that like beat people up 
that's what I want in my movies. I like I Jackie Chan. <laughs> I'm wondering now. Um, that reminded me. So there's a part where like Adam Sandler realizes like the guy isn't super horny like he is, but does he ever like realize he's like gay and does he like come to terms with that on any level? Wait, which guy's gay? The, the Zohan? hairdresser gay is gay. <laughs> Wait, no, I think he knew he was gay from the beginning. What are you talking about? I don't think so. Because how could he not know he was gay? He was the gayest person I've ever seen. Well, there's like an implication at one point they're talking and I think he's like, why don't you get pussy all the time? <laughs> and the guy's just like, uh, and like, <laughs> because I'm gay, but he doesn't say that he does. He's just like, yeah. And then I think he just doesn't want to just come out and say like, it to Zohan. Yeah. No, but I'm just wondering if it ever went past that. Cause I don't remember. I don't think it did. No, it's just it's it's dropped yeah. pretty quickly. As a matter of fact, I thought for a second that the Zohan was gay when he stops getting erections towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, he's actually And I was like, "Oh, love. he's gay." Yeah, it turns out he's in love, which was a much I would have enjoyed it a lot more if he ended up being gay and ended up marrying <laughs> Kevin James. Kevin James has a cameo in the end of the movie. That would have been perfect. That would have been pretty great. <laughs> um, which is a perfect tie-in to last week's episode. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Last <laughs> it was week. just one week ago. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's cameos in this of like the Adam Sandler cast, but it's a lot of the later class. It doesn't really have any. It's the, the grown ups crew. Oh, you know what? We're forgetting actually someone very important. The man of many races, Rob Schneider himself. <laughs> <laughs> so when he first showed up in this movie, I thought he was an Indian. Yeah, so he's in full brown face. Um, he's supposed he to be the a most Palestinian guy, right? Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Jesus, that's rough. it was terrible. It and, was like, you really bad. Have him like acting alongside like actual Arab actors. Um, yes, like famous Arab actors that yeah. are like really big in their own countries, and they're okay with this. Yeah, I presumably. I mean, they're getting a check, so I mean, all power to them. Like, hey, later on, we're gonna get around to it. But there's some Native Americans who aren't okay with it that are getting a check from the old uh, Happy Madison, and they walk off set. So I'm excited to get to that movie. Yeah, that movie actually, like, I have no consciousness of that movie actually existing. I only know the Netflix original one. Yeah. I only know about the shit around it, but like, I still haven't even come to terms with the fact that they actually made the movie and put it out (laughs) like with all the shit around it. It is bizarre that they ended up releasing that movie, but I'm excited for it. I think it's coming up in a few weeks. So, so stay tuned everyone. That's uh, that's how we keep people, uh, keep people tuning in. I think we're probably in the worst era. Like, this is the start of, like, truly awful things to come. You really think? I mean, what comes next? Like, we haven't done a grown-ups yet, I don't think. Yeah, we're getting grown-ups. We're getting, like, the Netflix movies. Um, I think this is really when it starts to go down even further. Uh, To think it's going to get worse than it's already been is really painful for me. This is just like the very, the very top, like, of the downhill. <laughs> it just started descending, and it's only going to go down more. Next week we're doing bedtime stories. I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah, me neither. Um, that's going to be that's real not good. boring. 
because that's just a fucking children's movie so and it's probably not going to be as offensive so that's less for us to talk about yeah we're gonna be real dull on that episode but uh i guess we got to go back into into this one so the uh so we kind of we've kind of mentioned it already but the one he ends up working at a hair salon uh that is owned by a palestinian woman it's in the palestinian neighborhood of new york city yeah uh, and so that's like a big plot point, I guess, is he's having to hide that he's not, that he's trying to make it seem like he's Australian. Yeah. Um, and not only which is obviously he in Israeli, he's also, uh, an Israeli soldier who probably murdered countless Palestinians, <laughs> a famous Israeli <laughs> yeah, soldier. Exactly. Like when he's in Israel, people like everyone knows him. They're yeah, talking about yeah. how great the Zohan is. And that's what they, they call him. The Zohan. I don't yeah. does Zohan mean something? I don't know. It might I think it's just his name, but it could mean something as well. well if it was just his name, why would they say the Zohan? Because he's the one and only. I guess that's true, but like nobody calls me the hunter, but they should start. <laughs> well, you gotta start racking up some Palestinian kills and then <laughs> we'll see how it goes from there. Um, so yeah, the woman who owns the hair salon, um, she's being like kind of harassed by not like in a weird way, like the Adam Sandler kind of harassing, but (laughs) she's being, um, harassed by this like landlord kind of guy who keeps raising the rent because he wants to sell the property to turn the whole area into a mall. Um, and so Adam Sandler starts making business go crazy with all the old ladies he's fucking and sexually harassing um and so she's able to like keep meeting the crazy demands of the rent from this guy um as he just keeps moving the bar further and further and that is true Okay. Um. Yeah. So, fuck. Where was I going with that? <laughs> well, I mean, he becomes like the secondary villain of the movie. Like yeah. Phantom is the villain all through the beginning until he kills Zohan. Thinks he kills Zohan, and then the new villain becomes this guy that's trying to buy the whole Palestinian block and turn it into yeah. a mall. And yeah. So there's also like a, another plot. There's so many fucking. There's plots going tons on in this of plots. movie, um, where the guy who owns that area is trying, basically by any means necessary, to get her out of that spot. Um, basically, he starts trying to make it more and more hostile, uh, <clears throat> which you find out more about at the end of the movie. Yes, and the, the, this guy—I don't know if we mentioned it—the the guy that the rich guy that's trying to build this mall is played by Michael Buffer. The uh, are let's get ready to rumble guy. <laughs> Was it that guy? Yeah, it's I that didn't guy. Even notice that. <laughs> it's really weird and <laughs> very strange, but uh, but it is that guy. Um, yeah, and then so the Adam Sandler stops being able to get boners and fuck old ladies because he's in love with a <laughs> girl who owns the hair salon. Who um, is very and, attractive, by the way, and yeah, is in like no other hot. movie. Um, she's, and I I looked her up. She's actually not uh, even Palestinian, which kind of makes it weird. Um, she's Canadian, right? Yeah, she's Canadian, um, Moroccan family. She's also Jewish. Um, 
So that's a little weird, um, especially that <laughs> where she's like saying, you know, both sides are just so stupid and bad. Like, why can't we just all get along? And it's not even coming from someone who <laughs> is from there. Um, well, like I say, we needed this movie to make a political point and it dropped the ball. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for some reason, she she sees Adam Sandler and the way he treats these old women. She's there when he's like fucking all of them in the back and still like, she's like loudly and repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. And she's still like, yeah, this is a guy I want to like be with. <laughs> I mean, isn't that every Adam Sandler movie though? Like the, the yeah. super attractive this girl ends up with him in spite is, of everything. Yeah. This one is probably the most, crazy like there's not only that but also he's an israeli soldier as i said before who's like, which she finds out yeah and not one and it like, turns out her brother is the phantom yeah just like his arch enemy no reason why she would want to be with him she like it's also just a crazy coincidence that he travels across the country <laughs> yeah. and ends up working for his arch nemesis sister yeah, it's that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, and so the end uh, gets a little weird and confusing because, as I said, there's so many plot points. We probably missed two of them just right now. Um, tensions between the Israelis and Palestinians in New York kind of keep heating up. <laughs> um, there's like a hacky sack <laughs> tournament. Yeah, that's how they're going to settle it between Zohan and the Phantom, who finds out that Zohan is still alive. He right. comes to New York to settle it in a hacky sack tournament. Hacky sack runs through the whole movie. So they play hacky sack in the yeah. very beginning, where he, where Zohan catches a hacky sack in his butt. Him and Nick Swartzen play hacky sack with a cat, which is supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be. <laughs> um, and then I they have that's... the hacky sack tournament in the end. I think that's one of the jokes too. Uh, maybe is that like Israelis really like hacky sack? Is that um, true? I'm not sure. I think I may have heard that. Um, All right, I'm looking, I'm looking this up on Google right now. A joke. Just look Dude, up Israeli Jews stereotypes. Like <laughs> yeah, Jewish sack. stereotypes. There you go. Um. I think it might what be were, like, oh, oh, here we go. What were Israelis' reactions to you don't mess with the Zohan? <laughs> the first result that comes up when you type in, do this Jews like hacky sack? Here we go. <laughs> now we're good. All right, somewhere. I'm getting into it. All right, so here's an answer from a Jew. Very amused, especially with the bit we apparently use hummus for everything. Coffee sweetener, fire extinguisher, which was the worst because it looks like he's having an Toothpaste. orgasm, which was not funny. Uh, hair product. <laughs> that's what Adam Sandler movies are about. Deposit your jacket and brain in the lobby for an hour and a half, <laughs> kick back with some popcorn and have fun. Yeah. Really uh, good. If you oh, don't have go. a brain, these movies are for you. <laughs> Preferably if you don't have to check your brain in. Uh, here's one. This is from Yanni Bonker from Israel. I saw it nine years ago and I generally recall not liking it. I wasn't offended. It just wasn't funny. I agree. That's the right answer. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, here we go. Fizzy Bublek, the drink that they always That's, drink, okay. is, is not a spoof of anything Israeli. The Yiddish-sounding Bublek may be playing on American Jewish stereotypes. Same goes for Mukentukin. Hacky sack is not, nor was it ever, a major trend in Israel. <laughs> 
There you have it, folks. <laughs> well, that research paid off a lot faster than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Mariah Carey's at the... At the um, Hacky Sack Tournament? Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Okay, so yeah, they so one of the Palestinian guys in the movie uh, recognizes Adam Sandler as the Zohan because Zohan like stole his goat. Um, That's Rob Schneider, not a Palestinian. Rob Schneider. <laughs> okay, let's get that straight. <laughs> I do not remember most of the characters in. This yeah, movie. Rob Schneider is the one who recognizes him as the Zohan and tells Phantom because Rob Schneider remembers when the Zohan stole his beloved goat. Okay. Yeah. And that's so, when his friend goes, the goat fetch soup. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Which I, I just loved that line because apparently the goat, the goat could find onion soup anywhere, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, they try to catch him like one of the times like, Oh, you, you remember this, don't you? But they couldn't. Um, and so they, yeah, they tell what's his name. I already forgot it. Who is Ohan? No, his his nemesis, Phantom. Yeah, they t- they tell the Phantom. How can you forget that? His headband says Phantom in oh. like Pakistani letters. Oh, that's true, Pakistani, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like, if 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 my knowledge, like my lack of knowledge of this conflict is coming through on this podcast, good because I know nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all right. We're doing the best we can. Um, yeah, so. The Phantom finds out that Adam Sandler is in New York City. Um, And so you're going to have to help me with the end, sort of, because I remember the sort of small twist, but I don't remember what actually, actually, like, sets everything off after the hacky sack tournament. All right, so they're hacky sacking, and then they go outside, and uh, so Michael Buffer's character had hired some white people to pretend to be Israelis to terrorize the Pakistani neighborhood. Yeah, uh, and the leader of these white people is none other than Dave Matthews himself. Is it really? Absolutely, and he has <laughs> some of funny. the best lines in the whole movie. So he's talking to Michael Buffer, who's telling him to go vandalize houses, and he goes, "You're a rich guy that gets it. You and Mel Gibson." And I thought that was amazing. <laughs> that was all right. Um, uh, and he talks a lot. They, there's a. So Zohan spots him with his night vision goggles that identify Dave Matthews as like a white supremacist. And then it shows all of his dislikes, the Jews, the blacks, the gays, the Asians, the yellows, uh, and it just go uh, Priuses. It's a huge I list. A, I took a picture of it, actually. You just reminded <laughs> me. I'll go ahead and Yes, please it. pull that up because I meant to take a note and I forgot. So hates Jews, the Arabs, the blacks, the yellows, the French, the Latins, the New York Times, the George Clooney, the failing New York Times, <laughs> the Hillary, which those two actually like the Hillary. Like it's still relevant Times. today. Yeah, that's <laughs> 11 years later. <laughs> the Hillary, the Obama, the Whole Foods, the Prius, the dogs and purses. The Oprah, the Ellen, the condoms, and sunsets on the sunsets on the beach. Does it have his likes on there? I didn't take a picture at that point. I, I <laughs> they weren't as funny. Right. They weren't nearly as funny. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's Dave Matthews. <laughs> and so they identify that they're not actually Israelis; that they're white people pretending to be Israelis to vandalize everything. And and they're the reason why the Israelis and the Palestinians in New York are at each other's throats. 
So that's because typically they don't have any problem with each other until they think the Israelis are vandalizing them. That's where actually I feel like this movie comes out like sort of woke is like the real terrorists <laughs> are the white supremacists and like everyone. You didn't think hair homo was woke? <laughs> everyone would be like probably getting along better if like capitalism wasn't like setting people against each other in this way. Absolutely. Which is like weird. I like. I don't know. It kind of touched on something, which I was surprised yeah, by. The rich white guy trying to build a mall is the real villain in the But yeah. it has a really hard time like making that clear because it yeah, still feels definitely. like Phantom is the villain. It still feels like Rob Schneider is the villain. Yeah. It still feels like uh, Dave Matthews is the villain, which I guess he really is. Yeah, there's a lot of brushing over of like very complicated things. Obviously, this movie is not like... <laughs> you know, really onto something, but I just thought it was interesting <laughs> how it like blindly kind of hit something that was kind of true. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, so they light a fire that the phantom is going to put out because obviously he's going to help his Palestinian brothers, uh, but he's trying to put it out by punching it. Like he runs into the burning building yeah. and is punching the fire. And the Zohan realizes that he can't do it alone, so he busts out a vat of hummus and puts the fire out with the hummus, and that's how him and Phantom end up becoming friends. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, <laughs> that's... that's, a... <laughs> that's oh, man. Yeah, that's so... rough. I don't really... <laughs> and then uh, he ends up telling Rob Schneider that he took good care of the goat, and that the goat lived a very happy life. And so Rob Snyder's happy that his goat lived a happy life. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and they, they reveal to the news that Michael Buffer is actually the, the guy who has been vandalizing the neighborhood so that he can build a mall, which makes, uh, makes that part, I don't know, like he gets in trouble, I guess. But he doesn't really. They're just, he's just like, oh, no, I'm ruined. Uh, and then... Uh, the Phantom and Zohan stand together and sing a song that's supposed to be like an Arab song, maybe? But they sing it so loud that they're blowing windows out. They blow Dave Matthews into the air and into a gay person's apartment where they're having a gay party, which he's yeah. very unhappy about, where uh, I think it's Bruce Valanche is there um, and some other famous uh, gay folks. I, I should have taken a note on that one. But uh, he's really upset about that. Um, and they keep singing and they destroy more stuff and I didn't get it. That was the most confusing, yeah. like, yeah, I don't understand it's... why they were, I guess they were singing together in harmony, but they're destroying New York with their singing <laughs> yeah. because they're both superhuman. <laughs> I, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it ends. They sing in harmony. They destroy New York city. They, they reveal the white people is the problem, which is legit. Um, yeah. Fuck off white people. Yeah, sorry, man. I'd, sorry, I'm gonna go ahead done. and I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and step down from the podcast. And <laughs> we'll get a different minority co-host here. <laughs> you get more listeners that way, anyway. Yeah, come on, guys. You know, you know what's going on now, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be more woke. I just, I'm just not good at it. Uh, this is based on a real guy. Okay. <laughs> for real though it, it's uh, i don't know too i should have looked up more about him his na name is nez arbib nez arbib was an israeli special agent 
who moved to Los Angeles to cut hair. Okay. That is that and only... apparently that's everything I know about him because that's more research <laughs> than I actually wanted to do about this movie. That's apparently right. Adam Sandler uh, visited him with him and like spent like a couple weeks with him to learn <laughs> his mannerisms. So according to Adam Sandler, this is how this guy acts. <laughs> that's actually really interesting. I'd like to also <laughs> hear that guy's opinion on this movie. Um, let's see. Let's, uh, let me see if I can find this. So that guy's from like a long time ago though. Cause this movie was originally written, uh, in 2000, but oh, it was okay. delayed for obvious reasons in 2001. Oh, okay. Tragedy that the movie was delayed. Not what actually happened. <laughs> um, what were you going to say? Uh, this podcast is about in the beginning. Oh, there? So I was going to take over the podcast feed. Um, while it was vacant, I was going to do the 9-11 was good podcast on it, <laughs> where I talk about why 9-11 was good. Um, and go ahead. Um, I, I saved, I, I made, I wanted know. it to be at the end so people tuned out didn't get to hear your, your opinions, but I'm going to give you your platform. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want someone to steal my idea. No, so this you're starting a new podcast is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just going to take over this feed and put it on there because we already have 25,000 listeners on this one. So I figure that's... The I mean, the Sandcast Network is, is a, a pretty cool area. I'm actually uh, spinning off myself. I'm doing a new podcast where I read Amazon reviews over just ocean noises. Okay. That yeah, sounds that's like a, it would actually like do okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you probably get a BuzzFeed article, like a Vice profile or some shit. Yeah, that's that's like the new one. So we should each spin off. You can do your 9-11 is good podcast. I'll do my Amazon review podcast, and we'll see who gets more listeners. Yeah. We might be able to so, find a way to link those two somehow. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely have a crossover episode for sure. That's uh, That's got to happen. Uh, so, so be on the lookout for that from the, uh, the sand boys network, uh, the sand cast, we have two brand new podcasts coming your way. Cause we have so many listeners on this one. We figure we could kind of split it up a little bit and get yeah. some more onto our, into our own shows. So. And if you're a smaller podcast out there looking for a place to know, link, link to get a better audience, check out the Sandcast network. Yeah, that we we have been uh, we've really launched a lot of careers over here. Yeah. So subscription service launching soon. Our CBD Patreon is that what you're talking about? CBD ads coming soon. No, we're gonna be so big we can do it independent of Patreon. So that's awesome. Like, Patreon's know. a scam anyway. They've been taking money away from sex workers. Uh, they do other stuff that's bad. So Fuck we don't need Patreon. Patreon. Fuck you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm glad that you share that opinion with me. A lot of times we don't align on these kind of things. So I'm really, really grateful. I'm grateful I to have you. Them. I'm grateful to have you back. Yeah. it's We're back in business, baby. It, it shows. Like people are going to listen to this and be like, wow, from last week to this week, they really stepped it yeah, up. They did. They they went from you know this you know small fries to this big professional empire of yeah, Sandcast doing CBD ads. <laughs> we should the start doing ads. 
people have been asking us for ads so <laughs> i think we should... us to... even if even if we can't get any yet we'll just make some up in the meantime i don't see why we wouldn't just do a stamps.com ad without them paying us and then they'll be like wow these guys are really helping us out and then yeah. they that's how ads work right yeah. if we They'd do them long off. enough then they'll they'll have to say okay well you know what you guys seem pretty all right <laughs> and and they are wrong um well i mean i don't know man i don't I, this this feels like a short one but do we have Can anything I, else to say about this i got a i got something that's been grinding my gears oh jeez i didn't just look at it right now so you know you hear about this you you hear about this hey have you heard about this one they they're they're calling the gingerbread man now it's being called a gingerbread person for gender <laughs> we don't we don't need to neutrality. this is not this is not what this show is about are you kidding me come on we don't you need to what? go into this you know what we have talked about we we have talked about our pro trans like and it. pro gender neutral stance before and i don't want you, you know, to go back on it now i like it being the man and you know and we all love gingerbread everyone makes a gingerbread person every christmas it's not something that just weird old people do everyone does it and it's cool and we like it to have a gingerbread man and he has a little dick and chest hair his little and gingerbread penis and i put it in my mouth and i eat him because that's the american way and he's not a person he's right. a man it's april it's uh it's april 20th as a matter of fact hell yeah baby. just go with it let's say that it is let's say it's april 20th it's 420 why it's is this in the news why why did this come up well for one it's on facebook so this is why i don't do facebook because that's the yeah, most irrelevant <laughs> story yeah. i've ever <laughs> from that's a story that would happen in december why is it coming up now are people doing 420 gingerbread men because that's a great idea <laughs> that is a good idea <laughs> um it's from life.gomcgill.com that's um, not even a website it's definitely not something that has just been shared throughout the year <laughs> and since like 2012 <laughs> uh and wait 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 we need to go back why were you searching facebook while we were doing the show it was just up i don't know <laughs> It was just there, and I got sucked into it because I'm a little worm. The I'm a sick little worm. worm. Did you hear that your password got leaked? Which one? Your Facebook Instagram password. Oh fuck. Yep. Better change it. I deleted brother. the I heard social it media apps off my phone. But you still have life. your accounts. Yeah, I'm just trying to cut way down. You're not trying to cut it out, just trying to cut it down. No, I don't need to be one of those weirdos. That's like, oh, what man, are you trying to know. say? Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I just don't need the government being able to see what I'm doing every day or where I am. Oh, you're right. They're not. They can't see it without your Facebook. That's <laughs> <laughs> how they track me. <laughs> they uh, they announced that though that all their passwords got leaked uh, the same hour as the Mueller report was released which has been a hot topic on the show tonight, the Mueller report. Yep. We're going to read it live in just a couple minutes too. Uh, we're going to have ocean noises in the background while we each take turns reading a section <laughs> yeah. of the Mueller report. 
the that would yeah, actually be pretty popular. I think Mueller daddy. We're gonna say he's a sexy the, daddy. The Mueller daddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea for a show. We might actually get a couple of listeners if we do an audio book version of the Mueller report over, you know, just soft, soothing sounds. God, that's just, you know, that's how it would be Hillary's America if we had our way. Wait, you voted for Hillary? No, I didn't vote. They sent they no. sent my ballot back because my signature was wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? Yeah. What well, do you mean your I signature changed, was wrong? I changed my signature since I, like, registered to vote, like, fucking... You know, eight years ago when I was eighteen, my signature is different literally every time I write it. So you mean they would have sent it like? (laughs) So is mine. (laughs) I don't understand weird people who have the same signature every time. Like, do they sit down and practice their signature? Because I never did that. I just well, the thing is, is I used to just write my name in really shitty cursive, like fourth grade cursive, and then I just started just drawing like two lines, just two circles. And yeah, mine's kind of like a uh, sideways S with a bunch of dots on the top of it. So if yeah. anybody's trying to forge my signature, <laughs> you are welcome. But, yeah, so it changed to just the two circles, and I I did that when I did my ballot, and that's not even It's close. two circles with, like, two little dots at the bottom of them? No dots. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so seriously, they sent your ballot back? Are you being serious? Yeah, and they're like, your signature doesn't match up if you want it to count. Um do it again with that's insane signature. that they're looking that they're comparing every american citizen's signature yeah well that's crazy that's called voter suppression is what i'd call it yeah and i live <clears> in like colorado it's a liberal state so everything i voted for basically went through so yeah so your vote didn't matter because of uh yeah because exactly of the way that was the only time i voted and now i'm never going to again because it, like, well, it doesn't matter <laughs> But if you move to a swing state, then it would matter. But that's yeah. the only way it makes a difference. I if know. you swing but state. The, We the both live thing... in liberal states, so why should we ever vote? <laughs> yeah. The one thing was uh, <laughs> single-payer health care was like 49-49. Um, and it went, no, I voted yes, but I don't think mine would have changed in any ways. So do you have health care currently? No. Well, Personally, I have good no, news for you, sir. State level, no. <laughs> Well, the Sandcast Network is finally offering you employer health care. Congratulations, Ibrahim. Yay. And it's also not just the Adam Sandler Sandcast, but also the Bernie Sanders Sandcast. <laughs> We're actually welcoming Bernie Sanders to the Sandcast Bernie Network. Sanders, welcome to the family, Bernie. <laughs> he does actually have a podcast. We should try to get it on here. We should definitely try to get him on this show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the the Sanders list. Yep, and <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, everything I almost everything I voted for on my ballot um, was passed, including who I voted for for tre- president. So <laughs> that was cool. That is cool. That's why you hang out with my parents all the time. Yeah, I do. That's really cool. You guys just talk about talk about your boy Donald, old Donnie yep. up there. Watching over us, taking care of us. How about that Donald Glover? Dude, did you watch uh, Coach thing on Amazon? The movie? Yeah, the Guava yeah. Island. Yeah, I watched the movie. Did you like it? 
it was fine. It was um, it was good. It I like the, I liked the message about how we're just working our lives away and it's all, so we should just play music instead. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And if you try to make a change, <laughs> you'll just get shot. And they killed. shoot you in the yeah, just <laughs> just murder you in a dark warehouse. But then everyone will like support you and shit. And I imagine that's gonna be, be my martyr. funeral. Everyone's yeah. gonna be dancing, wearing festive colors, carrying my uh, my casket to my grave. That's, and then that's just kind of like stare down the dictator guy as you walk past him. <laughs> the dictator that murdered me. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's good just movie like, though that we just spoiled. So if anybody yeah. wants, oh, is that even still available on Amazon? Oh uh, yeah, it is. Oh good. I thought it was only available for like that day, so I watched it like no. as soon as it released. I think it was if you don't have an Amazon, it was only for that day, but if you do then Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I have Prime I, because I'm not poor. Yeah, exactly. You if you're poor, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, Let's no wonder you voted for Bernie. Yeah, fuck you. Um <laughs> I I I I like the movie. It's just like with Donald Glover, I expect things to be so much more like groundbreaking so you're you've got high standards for the lion king no he didn't make it so not really that movie that's looks like true. shit it's so ugly no it's gonna be awesome are you kidding me <laughs> i thought it looks good i like pumbaa but it like visually just is so ugly compared to the they look the like animals that's what i like that's boring look at all the pretty colors in the original pumbaa that's all you need to know i think Pumba. pumbaa's played by like seth rogan or somebody yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Simone I think is like Billy Eichner. Yeah. He's going to yell a lot. Not not Billy Eilish. Billy no, Eichner. Not her. That'd be cool though. That'd be <laughs> way better. I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We haven't talked about Zohan in like 15 minutes. If yeah, well, that's good. For good reason. Let's move this podcast away from Adam Sandler. All right. What, are we what, gonna what do should we do? Should we, let's do political. Let's do a political show. All right. Next week's a political show yeah, where we talk about our, our opinions. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We'll I'm ready talk about this. the Mueller report some more. I think it's the Mueller report. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know the guy. That's true. It doesn't matter. It, it didn't do anything. So you're right. It didn't. But I mean, I I I read the first four pages and it doesn't seem good. Yeah, it doesn't. He sounds like a big pussy. <laughs> Wait, Mueller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. That's it is what it is. He didn't send um, him to jail or nothing. <clears throat> that's true, but I don't know if he had the ability to do that in the first place. Yeah, well, then he sounds like a pussy to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a hot take, and I appreciate it, and that's exactly <laughs> the kind of stuff we need for our show. The political um, show. So, all right. So we're going to talk politics next week, but we're also going to talk about bedtime stories. Uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler's first Walt Disney movie. What about a bedtime stories podcast where we just tell you like bedtime stories over like ocean sounds, adult bedtime stories. For Ooh, that sounds, that sounds super kinky. Adult no, bedtime not, stories. Not kinky. It's like, <laughs> It's like tech. It's like fucking the new. Like how it's like ASMR. Just, everyone's just a fucking baby now. <laughs> All right. Well, mine's still gonna be kinky. You can do your, where you're doing adult bedtime stories. 
Okay. Mine's going to be adult bedtime stories. <laughs> 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 I'm upset right now. I'm really bummed out about this show. Um, but welcome back, everyone. And everyone that's listened to this, uh, such a huge thank you. That's amazing that you've not only listened to 20 episodes, but you've listened to us talk for an hour uh, about something. Yeah. We've, we, we've talked about nothing in this show. Ever. No I'm in on this particular episode, thing. but you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for Bedtime Stories, though. It's got some good cast in it. It's got Aisha Tyler and Russell Brand. Okay. Lucy Lawless and Courtney Cox. Dude, Courtney Cox is like my number one crush. Yeah, she's a Courtney Fox. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. That was, that was pretty shitty. Uh, but, uh, but thanks. Thanks for that. Um, <clears throat> is there anything else or should we, should we call it? I think we'll, we'll call this baby. All right. Uh, smell you later, poopsicle. See ya.